All right, guys, welcome back to the XPS Chill Show, Season 28, Episode 6, Week 6. We have the usual cast of characters here. We have myself, we have Krim. Hey, guys. We have Shuck. How's it going, guys? We have Chilltown back for this week. Yeah. And we have our guest will be Rushpack, who is on Toronto. I'm just here to say hi to Chilltown. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get to the league news and we'll do the round table. Same old format as always. League news, again, thanks to Vitamin for the three stars. Wait for the power rankings. Check those out. The XBS logo contest is still going on, I think. Um, I know we think we got some another submission besides Chilltown, but I don't remember who it was. Um, but I think I think it's really still going on. We haven't talked much about it. I always mention on the show, but if anybody still wants to design something, feel free to do it and send it to Sabres on Discord or any other way you want to send it to Sabres. Speaking of Discord, and I'm going to have everybody chime in on this one, we need to really stress that guys need to stop going on Discord immediately after games and just venting about the game. Um, really think about what you're going to do before you type it, and maybe, just maybe, think about it for a day or two, and then talk to your owner or, you know, and let your owner take care of it. Um, too many times you're having guys going on Discord after games and just making sarcastic comments or just comments that cause fights and it's really not worth it. So I don't know. I know Burke said a, said a good thing in there. I don't know what you guys want to add. Does anybody else want to add to this on the discord after games? And I mean, yeah. I, would, I, I, I'll, I'll start, I guess. Uh, the biggest thing I was, I was talking to, you know, my team about it as we saw it happening. And uh, the biggest thing that we said is, you know, no one shows up to the league like we all want to have fun, but I mean, no one comes out here, you know, every night to lose. So, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's competitive, and we understand, and you know, everything. Every now and then, you're gonna get, you know, I mean, for lack of better terms, you're gonna get pissed off at something here and there. I mean, that's just the nature of things. But just trying right. to keep there. it, keep it, keep it out of the the public space. I guess is what really everybody's asking. You know, there's there's proper ways to go about, you know. Right, blowing off steam if you if you need to and everything like that. Like I said, more more importantly, everybody understands, but you know we try to keep foster a little bit different uh, community than just getting mad at each other in general chat. So, mm-hmm. anybody else? <laughs> yeah, we're all a bunch of jerks, so you know, yeah. <laughs> just be nice to each other. Well, <laughs> some more than others. I'm not saying yeah, your names, Krim. Yeah. Rush Park. But, uh, oh, so, so <laughs> a little birdie told me that when when Krim was was a younger player, he used to have a little bit of a uh, a little cocky edge to him. Used uh, to? I hear. Wait, yeah, used to. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I hear it used to be even Five worse. Senior. Five <laughs> senior. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, look, you know, uh, I'll chime in. Um, you know, and, and I hope no one feels like this is me. You know, the kettle calling the pot black, but. You know, I think I think Dusty put it a great way. You know, think, let it sit. Um, you know, there's an old. I just saw on a podcast the other day. You know, there's a thing that people do where, you know, they call it like an fu letter, or now it's an fu email. Where what you do is you type it out. Right. You don't you don't send it. You mm-hmm. wait a day. You open it back up. You read it again, and then if you if it's been a day and you feel like you still need to send it, then you go ahead and. And you do what you feel you need to do. Yeah. Um, you know, I think anytime a lot of this happens, if you just 
wait even an hour, you'll you'll feel a lot calmer. It'll go away. Um, you know, and like Dusty said, it, you know, if it's still bothering you in an hour, if it's still bothering you in a half hour, there's other avenues to take rather than just venting in the chat room. Yeah. I mean, think about Discord, as, and I've said this to the other guys backstage, the other admins, I said, Discord's been great for the league. It's done, done wonders as far as communication. But it's also made it easy for guys just to hop on there right after a game and just vent what they, you know, whatever they want to say comes out. And, you know, I'm just like, you got to take your time and think about it. Don't just go on there right away and just spout your mouth off because it just causes problems. Um, like I said, so Discord's been great, but it's also, you know, we got to smarten up with it a little bit. Uh, what you guys have all alluded to. Uh, anybody else want to add anything to that? Should anything else you want to add to that? Yeah, I think we beat it up good enough. But yeah, be smart, be respectful, and if you got to vent, vent to your owner first. And then if uh, if you still have a problem, you know, there's always LG. <laughs> 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 I'm, just, I'm just kidding. No, I actually, I actually like when people. I, I don't like when people attack other people, but I like seeing that competitiveness and like if if people are venting, that means they're you know they're into it. They're they're being competitive. They want to win. They're upset about something. I get it, you know. But but like you said, be respectful. Think before you type. And if you got a real issue with someone, you know, mention it to your owner first before you go on a public, you know, channel like general chat, and uh, just you know, take it from there. All right. Hashtag, hashtag be chill town. There you, go. there you go. I mean, Rush gives me shit all the time. He calls me out. <laughs> I just don't respond. You know, I don't respond to bullies. He doesn't go away though, does he, Joe? He just doesn't go away though. No, 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 it doesn't work. But you should see every time. I feel like every time I, he gets traded for uh, and ends up being on my team in the middle of a season, I'm almost afraid he's going to quit. <laughs> I stick around though. All right, that's. We mentioned last week there was a wave, uh, um, some waves and signings. We didn't have anybody for Ali Oxen free, but he was replaced by Primal. So Buffalo has um, their replacement, their replacement there um, on their roster, and we had no trades. Trade deadline passed. We've had no trades or so no trades to discuss. So we could just yay. go on to the round table. Yeah, yeah, he's right. <laughs> I mean, though we didn't, we didn't have a lot as, as opposed to other seasons. So there weren't many that many that that many trades compared to other seasons all right let's get to the round table um this dynamic duos thing again it's becoming it's becoming more 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 difficult i gotta i gotta admit uh crim helped with, with me some of these he helped, actually helped me crim helping with the historical one of course it's about him but we'll get to that one later <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's talk about that let's talk about that first one that we pulled out for this season crim what you want to talk about that combo yeah, I think um, we actually had a prop bet on these uh, two guys the previous week. Um, we have it's a new offensive uh, duo here. Chronic is new to the league; it's his second season here. I got to play with him a bit last season, and he has a new teammate in Burks this season. So uh, together, they have 163 points combined. Uh, this one is a good kind of combo because I know Chronic plays a little more defensively, and he helps share the puck. And then Burks is more of a puck possession, goal scoring kind of uh, winger. So they work really well together, and obviously the points are showing that. Yeah, I mean, this one I pick not just based on the points. I just based on what I know about these two guys. Like you mentioned, Krim playing against them. Um, Burks is as slippery as they come, and Chronic is great at hold on to the puck and and, and making you know great passes to other teammates. Um, anybody else know anything about Chronic and Burks just from playing against them? Because again, this is more just about not just about the points. It was more of how they play together. 
Yeah, so I, can, I can hop in. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I actually played with Burks last season. Um, so, I, you know, I, I'm very familiar with his game. Um, you know, he's got that patented uh, between the leg uh, pass that he likes to do through the slot. Um, and actually, we played against Burks and Chronic last night. Um, and even though, you know, we I knew what Burks was going to do, I think he still got us twice, you know, with those, uh, those kind of drives and dishes he likes to do. Right. Um, so definitely, I mean, definitely a slick player. Definitely, you know, and you know, speaking more to Burks, who's been around the league longer, um, just a guy that you can count on to to set his teammates up, but he can also take over and score, you know, when he needs to. And I think that just complements Chronic's game very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody else? No. All right. We'll go on to the. Uh... Crim's too busy looking in the mirror right now. Yeah, I don't know no. what he's doing. Right? <laughs> Um, yeah, sorry yeah about so that. <laughs> that's that's another good combo. Let's let's talk about defense. I, I went through the defensive stats, and Noob and TDL in Vegas stood out to me. Um, Seventy-three combined points, three hundred fourteen combined hits. Daly's at number four, and Noob's at number thirteen. Um, this, this is kind actually of interesting. New... Yeah, yeah I should say it's a new what, combo. Right. What, what do you want to say about that, Kramer? I was going to mention that. So you yeah, it away. just it's a new combo, and uh, if you look at the. Last week and a half for Vegas, maybe two weeks, they've been just on a tear. They've been going through and beating up teams. I think they beat uh, Edmonton in back-to-back games. And I think they've they've won a whole bunch in a row right now. They're like, uh, I think, seventh place in the standings now. So they've been on a tear. And I'm sure having those two guys back on the uh, back end there is helping them for sure. Yeah, they're actually an eighth. But, I mean, it's so close right now. They're at eighth mm-hmm. at 52 points. Um, I'm just gonna, I was going to look at the power rank to see what, what they... What were they this week? I don't know what their record was this week. I'm seeing where they were in the power rankings. They are number seven. They were oh, they had a seven oh and one week. So yeah. that you know yeah. that was a great week six record. So maybe those guys are uh, huge contributors to it. Um, anybody want to add anything to that to Noob and uh, T Daly about that combination? Yeah, I think the most impressive thing. I mean, Daly, I think is you know arguably probably one of the top five defensemen in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he played Los Angeles a couple seasons ago and was outstanding. Um, you know, he was part of the Colorado juggernaut last year. So I think those guys, you know, guys like, like Daly and Dugan and um, I forget who the goalie was in uh, Colorado last season. I, I apologize, but was it who I think it was who right. So yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of those guys, you know, I don't think, I think they got credit, but I think there was always the back of people's mind that the offense just made it real easy for them. Right. Um, and I think Daly is putting any of that argument to rest uh, this season. Um, with New, I think it's fascinating that he's 13th in hits with only two penalty minutes, which is unheard of. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, he only two penalty minutes um, despite all those hits. I was you know, surprised uh, that Daly was up that high at number four. I, I didn't realize Daly hit that much. When I saw number four, I said, holy cow, I didn't realize he was up that high. He doesn't usually. He only had yeah. 34 last year, and he'll hit 64 in 28 games in L.A. So he's whether he maybe he's just had to adapt this year with, with the team he's on that he's had to get you know a little more aggressive. Um, you know, as, as a guy who plays defense, you know, well-timed hits can certainly lead to really good offense because it not only creates a turnover, but it'll usually take a forward out of the play um, for a little while. So if you, if you're a defenseman that can just make smart hits and not just, you know, be a violent and just run everybody over, um, you know, it can definitely you know, help your offense out. 
Did you say be a violent? Seven hits. Be a violent. Be a violent. Be a violent. Take some you penalties. heard this first here, kids. Don't be a violent. <laughs> <laughs> he's 177 hits still. He has. So he's that's. I was surprised when I saw that. Anybody else want anything to this new new poner and T daily combination? We good? Good. Yeah, All right. Sure. Uh, let's go to this next one now. Critter brought this one up to me, so... Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, talk so about gonna, it then. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to let Chilltown talk about it. I was going to say, go ahead, Chilltown. You take this one. Oh, away. God. All right. <laughs> so, season 23, <laughs> we have a goaltending gold uh, duo with Habs and NSTJ. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Habs and Crimson Fire. Yep. Combined 64 games played. Crim had 30. Habs had 34. Both top 10 in save percentage. Crim number 2 with 871. Habs number 10, 831. Combined six shutouts. Very impressive. Yeah, <laughs> you have Crim? What, uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of what version of the game this was. It had to be when Goldton was easy. I'm thinking it's all the 23 was 819. I'm going to give full credit to my defensive partner uh, in Caster. He helped shut it down last season. Oh, Caster yeah. is a great guy. I think it's probably 19, right? 23? 19 or 18 or 19? Mm, I don't know. Nineteen, probably. I, I think I started in twenty-six. It was twenty. So I'm assuming yeah, I started twenty-three. Could have been the very end of eighteen. Yeah, it might have been the last one in eighteen. Well, let me see. Usually, you can tell when I take a season off. It's usually when we change games. I'm trying to see what if I played in twenty-four. Do you remember that roster you had in front of you, Krim, on that Vegas team? Because it was Vegas. Like, yeah, it was Vegas. What was? Yeah, we had. That I didn't look at the roster. That was Vegas' first, first year, right? season. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And we had Whiplash as the owner, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to mention that your your eight seven one save percentage was number two, and Habs was number ten with a point eight three one. So, pretty impressive. I hate to say it, right, Chill? <laughs> yeah. It, but... I had to make I mean, Chill say it. I mean, don't put him in net now. I mean, he's terrible. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> but... I mean, you could say that about See? anybody in NHL. That's true. <laughs> Not gonna hold it against yeah. everybody. <laughs> there was another uh, wide-eyed rookie that year who was uh, trying to make some waves. Was that Rush Pack? That was Chilltown. Oh. oh was, that your, was, that, yeah. was that your rookie season, Chill? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Why not? Yeah, let's, he, let's, let's talk about it, Rush. Let's let you board what up. team let's is he on? About it, something you want to I was say. in Detroit. I was he was in Detroit. Team. Yeah, that was my brother, right? That was, yeah. a, that was a Macock team. Oh, you poor uh, soul. And STJ was our goalie. Um, yep. <laughs> We we had a little bit of a rough patch. I think we made the playoffs. I th yeah, I think we snuck in. We had a, yeah. I mean, we had a pretty good decor that year. Looking at it, um, I'm surprised. Yeah, the guys you mentioned. We had McCack and Chemical Dependent were our top two scorers. Right. Um, yeah. I just remember. Yeah, wow. I mean, all jokes aside, I think that's the one thing I took away from that season was how good of a two-way player Chilltown is. Um, you know, I oh, tried to pick go. him up. Oh boy! <laughs> I tried to, to uh, I tried to pick him for the Selkie that year. Uh, I don't think it worked. But uh, nope. I mean, he only, Chris, he only had thirty-seven Nobody points trust. in thirty-five games. He had to be doing something because he wasn't playing offense. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> he was playing defense. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. But I'm surprised. This sounds like it had a good team. It was you, Rush Pack, McCack, my brother. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, yeah. I guess. I, I should go. I have to go back and look at that to see what happened. That I, you know, I, I can't remember. That was my, obviously, but that was my first season playing like in a league. 
in general. Playing sixes in the league. I was playing threes before oh that. God. So. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, if well, I, no, I, season for I would say offensive depth was pro- probably held us back because if you look at the other guy, we had whiskey, we had manhandled, um, chill, <laughs> and nachos. Who I don't really remember. I, yeah, I think he lasted like one season. I think I don't think he yeah, lasted that we, long rush. Yeah, none of those guys. I mean, didn't, none of them really put up a lot of points. It looks like outside of McCock and and Cam, no, we that was the Dusty's first season too. So manhandled's first season. <laughs> yes, it was. Was it his? So there's oh, okay. a, a few, you know, there's a handful of firsts there, yeah. Yeah, and funny thing is, my brother liked you, Chill, so that's always a positive. He doesn't like many no. people, but he did like you. <laughs> yeah, I liked him, so too, but I guess he yes. had such a hard, horrible experience <laughs> that he never came back. You made him quit. I swear to God, you made him quit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, let's go on. That's enough about Krim and Habs and whatever else we, we got onto there. Um, let's get to this one now. I was going to name this um, this this topic um a one-man show but i felt that was a little too selfish so i asked Sheila what he could come up with and she came up with a very good title for this topic called broke back hero <laughs> <laughs> so this is somebody that we could probably do this maybe week after week it's a player who is really trying to carry the offense defense or goaltending for their team um, who wants to talk about this guy? Because I think he's worth mentioning. Uh, maybe you want to brush. You want to you you want to see. Why don't you Why don't you talk about this guy? Sure, absolutely. So basically... yeah. So our first uh, first round pick, long live Brad. Um, I think has had the quietest like 100 point season I think I've ever witnessed. Um, you know, there was at one point where where we were kind of struggling to score, and I, and I thought to myself that well, I don't think we have a guy like in the top 20 in scoring. Um, and then I looked at the scoreboard and there was Brad like sixth. So that shut me up mm-hmm. in a hurry. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say of, of, of all the guys in our team outside of, uh, slippers, he's probably, you know, the, the smoothest on the sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, another, a really good two-way player. Um, yeah. And can really just, you know, as you know, you guys have in your notes, he leads all centers and power play goals and shorthanded mm-hmm. goals. So, yep. um, I think that just speaks to his, the, uh, the hockey IQ as the, the kids like to say, um, you know, he puts himself in, in the right spots, um, you know, and then obviously I just feed him left and right and make it really easy for him. But yeah, I mean, and the funny thing is I was looking at the stats and the next closest is the kid. And he's 30th in scoring. So there's nobody, 7th or 30th, there's not another Maple Leaf in the scoring. So he's really taken a lot of the burden, burden of the scoring for Toronto. Um, and I'm hoping somebody, you know, steps up because he's, he's really carrying a lot of the load. Yeah, I think that person's probably going to be kid. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's a uh, very good shooter. Will take a lot of shots. Um, you know, Dank was actually showing us a, a spreadsheet that somebody put together. Um, well, I think Toronto leads the league in um, shots, but I think we're like dead last in shooting percentage. So, um, you know, we we throw them on net. Um, you guys do. I have to admit that. I, I got to say, I, I agree. You guys throw everything on net. I, I witnessed that myself. Yeah, I know it's a product from week one where we went one and nine or one and mm-hmm. whatever. We played 10 games and we won one and nine, and that was the biggest thing, which is we were not shooting. We were, and right. this was before we had kid. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, before Dank had made his two trades, which is what we capped him at. We gave him two, and he said that that's all you get to do. Um, you know, you don't get two a day. You get two for the season. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those things. Like we just were not shooting, so mm-hmm. um, it was a great trade that he made to get a somebody that can shoot and score. But I think you know that kind of just showed us that you know yeah those those cross creases those tic tac toes are really really nice. But you know if that's not how your team's built, you've got to do it another way and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just putting it on net, you know, when you have a guy like Phoenix who, you know, he excels at just kind of bullying his way and, right. uh, you know, just kind of slamming home those donks. Though he did have, he had two really good snipes against Edmonton, I must say. But, you know, his strength is, is and he'll say, it, you know, his strength is the garbage stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dank doesn't usually play forward. So that's kind of his strength. He's not going to score those, you know, those toe drag windmill goals. Right. Um, you know, and then I, you know, I think I have, I looked at it today. I have as many shots this season as Krim does. So think about yeah, that. Krim is a, a high scoring forward and I am a high a, shooting. Sco- he loves to shoot too. Right. And, that's yeah. like his, and his shooting pass. percentage is like 30% and my shooting percentage is like 4.5%. So it just tells you, we just throw everything on that. Yeah. Um, just looking at like 156 shots. <laughs> you have 156 shots, Rush. I do. It's not even close. People was get 80. No, and that's the next close. closest to you. No, oh, that's that's I, um, yeah, that's quite a stat. Yeah, you put me and kid in a game together. I mean, that's seventeen mm-hmm. shots between the two of us, easy. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm trying to see. Um, I have to say too, when 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 Dank drafted Brad that high, I was kind of surprised, but now I'm not surprised at all the way he the way he's playing this season. So kudos to um, Dank for drafting him that high, because this turned out really well for him. Um, anybody add anything else to this? That was great analysis by Rush. Thanks, Rush, for that. Anybody else want to add to this at all about Brad? I mean, you play against him at center, Jill. I mean, anything you want to throw in there, or you think we've covered it enough? I think he's always been kind of like under the radar, uh, underrated, mm-hmm. but always puts up a ton of points. Yeah. So I'm glad that he's this week's broke back hero, boys. There you go. <laughs> Long live the king. <laughs> All right, Krim, why don't you introduce this next topic we're going to talk about? This is an idea from Shuck. So, Krim, why don't you uh, start this one up and we'll give our input. Okay. Here. So, we're going to have this new se- uh, segment called Award Dark Horse. We're going to split up three awards this week and three awards ne- next week. And we're going to give a player who may surprise the league and win a certain award. So, maybe not who you expect, but someone else in, you know, in the back. So, with this week, we're going to do three awards. We're going to do the Calder, the Bing, and the Selkie. So we're going to start with the Calder. I know there's an obvious front runner this season. Yes. Um, he, who has been traded twice this season, which is also interesting. Uh, Scooney. Yeah, he got traded from Kings oh, to yeah. Vegas to... I was thinking of somebody else as well. I was thinking of somebody else. Go ahead. I was thinking of somebody else, but, honestly. Go ahead. Actually, yeah, there is another player who you can probably mm-hmm. put under two awards. Uh, Assassin, yes. the new guy on the Islanders, yes. He's a really good forward. He plays very defensive. He's kind of a similar player to Levens. Really good at faceoffs too. Um, if you're gonna go with the obvious, you would go with Scooney. But I think a overall, you know, 300 foot game. I would say I'd give the edge to Assassin on that one. So I think he might be a, a dark horse for that award. I, I, he leads the league, I think, in faceoff percentage as well. So, and I think his plus minus is up there too, if I recall correctly. I may be wrong, but I think his plus minus was up there as well. Um. What do you guys think about these two guys? Another guy I was thinking about as well, but these two guys are kind of the front runners. Yeah. Maybe else you maybe I'm thinking a guy in Calgary, maybe if you guys don't. Want to yeah. Talk about it. Yeah, the other Burnett. I mean, don't just don't yeah. just make me talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Chuck. What do you think about Burnout? I mean, give I mean, this guy some love. He could be. I mean, it's possible. 
he gets in there. Like I said, he's definitely he's definitely a dark horse gross. because the stats don't pop off the page at you, you know, mm-hmm. compared to mm-hmm. the other guys. But right. I feel like that's why we're covering these awards. Like we said earlier, we're we're talking about voting awards, not just strictly statistic right. awards that you just win. And I mean, I feel mm-hmm. I feel like he does, you know, both ends of the ice really well. Just like a, just like the other two guys, obviously Scooney, you know, you think scoring machine, and then yeah, I hadn't heard anything about assassin rifles since week one when we talked about talked about the rookies, and then I looked at his stats today and I was like, holy crap! So uh, I was going to use him as a dark horse, but I don't think you can call him a dark horse with thirteen points. Um, yeah, but I, like I said, it, it comes down to voting and everything like that, and it, to me, a lot of the awards. You gotta you gotta look past the stats and look at the eye test, and he does a lot of yeah. a lot of things right. Whether you know whether it's back checking, you know when somebody's getting uh, you know could could come away with a breakaway and stopping it, and you know four checking in the zone, making sure we keep it in. Like we we have lots of you know extended possessions, and you know it's no not doing any small part because of him. He four checks really well and everything like that. And like I said, there's not really a whole lot of stats that track you know the effort points. Yeah, like this morning I'm looking right now at the stats. Burnett and Schooner are number three and number five in the league in shots. So they both like to shoot. I Definitely. just noticed that in their stats. Um, anybody else want to add anything to this? I think it's going to be one of those three guys. And the dark horse, I guess it may be Burnett. Anybody else have any other thoughts on this? On the Calder? I mean, Burnett's who I picked when mm-hmm. I when I saw the questions. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think I agree. Assassin and Schooner are probably your, your two favorites. Um you know, Burnett's six game winning goals, you know, even with an overall losing record, I think is pretty impressive. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he was, I think, you know, Chuck obviously knows better because he sees him play a lot more than the rest of us right. do. But um, I think he's definitely going to get, he's going to be in that top three for the voting. Yeah. And like Chuck mentioned, when you get to those, the award voting, uh, make sure it's not just about the stats. Like, think about when you play against that guy and, I know a lot of it is based on stats, but also kind of think outside the box and other things besides the stats. Yeah, I kind of yeah. agree with that. Like, like I said, you don't. You, there's there's so many metrics that measure shots and scoring and you mm-hmm. know turnovers and all this other stuff, but there, there's no metrics to to measure hustle and you know effort and positioning and all that other good stuff. I mean, positioning obviously helps all your other stats, specifically you know more right. importantly defensively, but. Um, you know, it's really hard to quantify that on paper, so. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to that next one. The nice yes. guy award here. Do you want to that one, Krim? Say much like the Lady Bang. That's a hard, hard award to vote on, right? It um, is. Yeah, it's not everyone's, you know, talks to everyone in the league, so you don't might know yep. personalities for certain people. That's why I think for many years you had the same people win the awards, but um, this actually is probably a good way to look at Discord. So, you know, if you see people in there, they're always saying they're good games, they're friendly banter with people, you know. Um, those are the kind of people you're looking for for the Lady Bang, you know? So that's are, you saying, like, um, are you saying I'm out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Okay. Especially enough. that Dusty fellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you Not, know, it's a dark yeah. horse, actually, if you want a dark horse. I think it would it'd be the, the quiet guy who spoke up the other night, Mr. Burks. He's never won yeah. it, but I've never heard, any, yeah, never heard yeah. anything out of him. He's always a good guy, that's... and he's just always seen his good games, and he's, you know, yeah. Plus, to yeah. be within the party. Yeah, Absolutely. I guess there's a bunch of guys this to go to. I mean, when I when I vote on this one, I look I do look at the penalty minutes, but I also look at other things besides just you know the penalty minutes because that's not a really great 
way to make to vote on this this award. So I look at other things besides that, and like you mentioned, Krim, you know, that, look at that type yeah. of stuff, and, and that's what, how you vote based on that, you know. But only two players per team are going to get nominated, right? So sometimes mm-hmm. the person you may have been interested in voting in, they might not get nominated. So you never know. Honestly, yeah. I, don't, and I, don't, and I, I don't know. I'm just speaking up here, but I'm going to use the same Dark mm-hmm. Horse from the Calder and Burnett because that man is wholesome as, as all get out. <laughs> like, I know people don't normally probably talk to him that much because he's – I don't know how much he plays outside of the actual league games and the warm-ups and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're getting right down to it, I mean – the, the boy doesn't even, you know, he doesn't even curse. So he is just like the most wholesome little guy in the locker room. That actually room. leads me con- to someone else too. constantly apologizing for shooting too much. <laughs> just, I mean, I, I don't think he's taking a fight all season either. So just, I mean, he's he's he, a really, 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 really nice guy. So He beat me in face-off, so he's not getting my money. <laughs> oh, wow, well, is it? See, that's chills. That's how chill judges are. Ah, I see. That's it. That's it. Yeah, it is. Who's the other one? You he probably apologized for it. Yeah. <laughs> What's hey, that? He probably apologized for beating him. <laughs> uh, I was actually going to say mob scene. Uh, the nicest oh, guy. Yeah. Oh, my place. goodness. It's behind yeah. it. Like, you never really think about it. He's not yeah. a dark horse, though. He is literally the Mr. Rogers of XBN. Yeah. I said it last uh, week. <laughs> I thought that was he's one, he, he's no, one of those no, no, guys no. though. Mob is one of those guys that you don't you're not sure hundred percent if he's being nice, but <laughs> right. or he's, he's just being like a jerk. he wanted to make it the, the yeah. friends hockey league, the FHL with he, you. Wanted, he wanted to name the XPS the FHL the Friends Hockey League, just so you guys are aware of that. Yeah. But either way it's it's hilarious and it's great. It's always you always right. feel good when he's around, so I I, I can yeah. see him winning that. Uh, yeah, team. I don't think there's a better locker room guy in the league. At this point, there's probably there's probably a lot of guys that could win this, and it's hard too because we don't I don't know everybody in the league. We don't all know everybody in the league, like like Shaq was saying about burnout. So there's a lot of good choices for this one. A lot of dark horses, mm-hmm. I think. All right, let's get to that last one. Let's oh, hop yes. on that last award. I think this is a uh, it's a hard award to win. Um, one I will probably never win, but uh, it's <laughs> the Frank Selke. <laughs> it's uh, the most defensive forward. So uh, it's also a you know, a position that or an award that you can't always just go off of stats. Uh, having a nice plus minus is is always good, but um, I know when I vote for this award, I pick players that play center and they kind of control not just center, but they kind of control the defensive end of the ice as long as the the uh, offensive. But um, I always will go against who I play against because I know if it's hard to score, they're doing their job, and it's easier for a center because they usually play the full 300 foot game, except for yeah, wingers usually a bit higher. So uh, we've seen wingers win it before. Uh, it's usually the same few people because it's something they're good at and they've they've mastered it over the seasons. Um, <laughs> as far as a dark horse, maybe not so much dark horse. It's it's some of those rookies who just came in. They they've come in like Assassin and Burnett, and they're playing the 300 foot game. And I know playing center against uh, Assassin, it was a Tough battle in the dot, so mm-hmm. um, I think he might be my dark horse, but maybe not a, a super dark horse since we've been talking about him a lot lately. So I, I'm gonna mention a guy too, and, and I'm gonna mention Baltista because whenever I play against oh, him at center, oh my god, my, man, what are you doing? Oh, uh, <laughs> I was gonna talk about well, both can, of those guys because Buffalo is just annoying to play one. against. <laughs> Bautista, I, I'll let you take this one, Chuck, but as a center. Me playing against Bautista is a pain in the ass. So what do you want to say about the show? I mean, I want to see can... it's it's even worse, I guess, playing for Calgary because you know he's part of that whole group of guys that plays together, mm-hmm. anyways. So if we throw our best line out there, 
he's just ridiculously familiar with at least half of our team and how we play. So that's right. And he, mm-hmm. he steps in the center and then he can cover you 200 foot down the end. And it's just, it's oh, it's, he makes it so hard to just do anything really challenges really well at the blue, you know, the blue line and just it, defensively, he does everything right. I mean, obviously, you know, he plays defense a lot too. So, you know, he carries that into the, into the center position. So. That really helps when you switch over to center, having those defensive, you know, capabilities, having the, you know, knowing how defensemen are going to play behind you, you can really support your defenseman. And he knows how to win faceoffs too. So I think the only thing that hurts him is his, his game split. I feel like if he played a full season at center, he would get the award for sure. And, I mean, like I said, I was going to talk about both of them. Right. Rocco's no slouch either because, I mean, the de- mm-hmm. the defensive ability from the center position doesn't really fall off that much depending on which one, you know, is in there. Because if Rocco's in there and Bautista's back at D, I mean, it's going to be just as hard a game. So I'm just I'm just reading something from um, Hatfan who messaged me about Scooney not being a rookie. And Scooney was here back when he was like 13. But that was, I forget what season it was. And if I remember our conversation backstage, I think we're going to count Scooney as a rookie. Um, just because I think he played, I got to check. I think he only played like 20 games that first, his first season he was here. Um, so we'll figure that out later on. But I'm almost positive we discussed it already. I think Scooney's going to be a rookie. I should petition um, for rookie of the year last year then because I only played 22 games. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, you, were really, you, know you were really annoying. It felt, <laughs> yeah. it felt like 50 games. <laughs> so I sort of go back to that, that whole Calder thing, but we'll, we'll figure that out. But back to the Selkie. Anybody else that you guys want to mention? I mean, Chilltown, you could be in there. Uh, McCat can be in there. Um, I think, you, Dusty? I'd like to throw oh, yeah, out a non-center and okay. see a zombie. Yes. He's uh, somebody mm-hmm. who... Uh, Agree. Always, always defensive-minded and... Uh, controls the game pretty well, so I'd throw his name as a dark horse to win it. Just because if he was a center, I think he'd be right up there, like top three, voting all the time. And I'll throw yeah. Jetty. <laughs> Jetty's like, alright, alright, don't get a joke at it. He's really the full score. He's like, what? <laughs> Silence. <laughs> All right, so let's get to this last one. This is where the hard-hitting questions. This last topic is the Rush Pack interview. So who wants to throw a question at Rush Pack while we oh, have I was, here? I was thinking about this one all day, honestly. <laughs> oh, just, all right. just, just so he can throw somebody under the bus. Um, oh, great. I love uh, it. Good. I played with him on Tampa last season, and we had an absolute blast. And I wanted to just, I wanted him to tell me which team he enjoys playing on more, this one now or last season's team. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh god! So, I well, Chilltown was in Tampa, am... so he's probably going to say Toronto this season. Because <laughs> Detroit, as you <laughs> as you know, Shuck, I am very quick on my feet. I'm going to go with option C and say Arizona because I want to cup them. Good response. I'll take it. I told Shuck last year as I was grooming him through his rookie season, as I once did a very young Shilltown, and try to show them the ropes of the snake. I said, Shuck, <laughs> there's two That's things I need fun. you to learn. I need you to learn. Don't cheat on two-on-ones, and the good goalies don't talk during the game. Oh, that didn't and he work. did not Uh-oh. take either of those <laughs> advice from me. So 
I have failed as a I have as as Qui Gon to his um, Obi Wan. I have failed. I have been cut in half and thrown down a pit of despair. Oh, that's funny. Oh, I like it. Jesus, says, she says Jesus. So <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, who else has a question? For Rush Pack. Anyone? Is it Rush Pack or Rush Rush Park? Yeah, oh, it's Rush Pack or just Rush. Uh, okay. And where'd that name come from? So, this oh, is boy. going Everybody to sit down. certainly <laughs> not lend me any street cred, but Uh-oh. a lot of people will, will ask me if it has to do with Tupac, which of course I will say no, it is not. Okay. So, I am, Thank God. much like Dusty, I am I'm a little um, worn on the tooth. I am 37 years old. So, back in high school, so we're talking 96, 97-ish, 98 you know, we were all pretty big wrestling fans, and we used to um, we used to go on uh, my buddy's trampoline, and he right. actually had a he had a porch that had a very low roof, so we could actually jump from the, oh my the roof of the porch onto the trampoline. <laughs> um, so I I forget what I did. I did some kind of weird move where I jumped off of the the porch onto the trampoline and like I don't know DDT'd somebody or something stupid like that. And my one buddy dead, yelled out, and he said he said right yeah. He killed the he guy. Said, but... Looking for old Rush Pock Go, <laughs> referring to the wrestler X Pock at the time, who was no. now. So you guys don't. No one has seen really what I looked like. But back in high school, I was very tall and lanky. Not even tall. I was just very lanky. I was a very thin, thin person. Right. Um, so I was kind of built like X Pock. Um, so that's what he said. Look at little Rush Pock Go. And it just, <laughs> I, it's just stuck. So I've had that like, yeah. gamer tag since like you know since. Xbox recently, like I've never changed my gamer tag. That is my Jeez. like original like right. first time I got an Xbox Live account gamer tag. I've never changed it. Oh, it's actually a cool story. Impressive. <laughs> I'm changing. It. I mean, I'm gonna have to fight off the women with a stick now, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, any other questions for Rush? Favorite Dorito. Come on. Oh yeah. Favorite That's Dorito. Classic. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Cool Ranch. I wish I could say it was something more exotic. Why does everybody but... say Cool Ranch? Because it's so chip, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I, mean... I liked them when I was 12. <laughs> but then well, my now, that now that you're 13, which kind of you like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Got him. So, see, I think, I think since we've exhausted the Dorito question, we should start going with what's your favorite uh, flavor Pringle chip? Oh, this song Pringles. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so when I went to <laughs> London, I went to London in 2012 for the the for my job at the time. I covered the Summer Olympics in oh, London. Oh wow, Damn. that's pretty cool. Now they have prawn flavored Pringles, and they prawn? are like the fish. Like yes, prawn? and they are without a doubt the best Pringle chip I have ever had, and they do not have them here. <laughs> What does a prawn taste like? Is it like does it taste like shrimp? I mean, think it, it, like it doesn't though. Yeah. That's the thing. It doesn't. It does not like a fish taste. I don't know even why they call it. Tastes what it sounds like. Chip? It, it's like fantastic. Cockroach in the sea. <laughs> we, used to, we, used to, <laughs> we used to walk back to the media center like three in the morning, and that's all we would eat is like these prawn Pringles because they were damn. so damn good. And I, I can't wait it. to try I one. Haven't had one since 2012. <laughs> That's gonna be stuck in my head now. Just chill's booking his flight to London right now, man. Yeah. Tomorrow. Uh, so that's you got some good, good stories. Clear. I like it. Uh, anything else, guys? You want to ask Rush Pack? Or you want to kind of close it up here? Anything I else? Shut it down. 
All right, this guy. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you wore me thank, out. I want to thank Krim, Shuck, Chill, and Rush Pack. All you guys are coming on, doing the show again. Good luck in week seven to everybody. Um, and that's it. Yeah. See hey, you boys. guys later. Love you, Rush. See you guys. Love you too, Chili. See ya.